Welcome to UCLA Extension's Business Insights with Roger Ternaden, where we highlight hot topics and underlying economic trends useful to you. This podcast is how to get rich. Here's a key fact. It's not your income, but your income to expense ratio that determines if you're rich. Today we'll discuss four factors in the creation of wealth And those four are focus, realism, which is being objective, time, and diversification. Before we begin, I want to express my appreciation to a professor at my alma mater, New York University. I'm not disloyal, as Professor Scott Galloway earned his undergraduate degree from UCLA, which well prepared him for his later successes, including global recognition in teaching, speaking, and writing. Along these lines, I fully recommend to you his recent book, Post-Corona, From Crisis to Opportunity, published last year by Penguin. I shamelessly draw from his ideas and writings for the structure of this podcast. The news of the second impeachment seems almost a non-event after the intensity of Reddit versus the hedge funds during the same time period. Reddit mainly inspired a transfer of wealth from one hedge fund to others. It was a pump and dump masquerading as a movement, with many late-arriving retail investors left holding the bag. There's a major underlying theme that GameStop financial antics brought to us that we've alluded to in many prior podcasts. The world's uber-wealthy, the top 1,000 or so, family trusts, hedge funds, private equity funds, sovereign wealth funds, and so on, continue to inspire political leaders who are funded by the uber-wealthy and politically appointed Federal Reserve and central bankers to transfer more and more global wealth to the group of uber-wealthy. They have decades of experience on national debt, maintenance of low interest rates, tax policies, and most recently the stimulus to transfer wealth from the young to the old, which is the opposite of a healthy society. And if you're wondering what those transfers are, think about who's going to be on the hook to begin significant repayments of the additional $10 trillion or so of U.S. federal debt that has been put in place in the past two administrations. Since 1989, People under the age of 40 have seen their share of the nation's wealth plummet from 19% to barely 9%. For the first time in U.S. history, young people are no longer better off economically than their parents were at the same age. And the distribution of this shrinking wealth remains unequal across race and gender. Fading economic opportunity and mobility is a disease without vaccine, the symptoms of which are shame, frustration, and rage. But that's another set of issues better left to other podcasters. This podcast is about how to rebel against the long-term theme of continuing wealth transfer away from us, or how do we get rich? Opportunity remains abundant even as the headwinds of policy make it increasingly difficult for the young to capture their fair share. So social instability has roots in economic frustrations. That being said, the less novel plan to success 
does not change. Although it's overshadowed by outliers, including President Putin and Oprah, who illuminate narrower paths to wealth creation. Successful people often unwittingly head fake young people with the emotional distractions of follow your passion and don't think about money. This is mostly BS. Achieving economic security requires hard work, talent, and a tremendous amount of focus on money. Yes, some people's genius will overwhelm a lack of focus and discipline. But the first step is to assume you are not that person. Assuming, after all, in a global population of over 7 trillion people, it's realistic to avoid the assumption of winning the lottery. After all, there are only several thousand self-made billionaires out of 7 trillion. So if you're not inheriting that billion dollars, it's best to start from a more modest foundation for self-development and enrichment. What is rich? I know a lot of people who make an extraordinary amount of money, but few people are rich. Rich is having passive income greater than spending. People on a path to money focus on their earnings. People on a path to wealth additionally focus on their spending. Anyway, it's not your income, but your income to expense ratio that determines if you're rich. So how to increase the odds of reaching economic security? In other words, how do I get rich? There are four factors in the calculation of wealth and accumulation of wealth. Focus, realism, which is objectivity, time, and diversification. Let's take them one by one. Focus. People conflate a lack of focus with a lack of talent. Intelligence and talent are correlated with success, but the strongest signal of future success is your perseverance and resilience. What the books at the airport call grit. Unless you are supremely disciplined, your career will have to be something that gives you some enjoyment, but don't mistake focus for your passion. People who tell you to follow your passion are already generally rich. Follow your talent. The side effects that accompany being great at something, relevance, admiration, camaraderie, money, will make you passionate about whatever it is. Focus on putting yourself in a position to be financially successful. Get certified. In a digital world, much of the corporate world has first impressions of you that will stick. Post professional certifications on your LinkedIn page, for example. Think about your initial impact rather than your long-term resume, which few, if any, will read. Sector dynamics can be more important than your talent. Someone of average talent at Google has done better over the last decade than someone great at General Motors. Be thoughtful. Any opportunity you have when you are young to choose among different paths is a profound blessing. Look at the big wave that's coming to shore. Try to screen out the many small waves and particularly screen out the ripples. Focus on your relationships. Family and friends are essential to long-term happiness, and the most important relationship is your spouse. The most impactful economic decision you make will be who you decide to partner with, or more specifically, who you decide to have kids with. Married people grow their net worth 77% more than single people. Marry the right person, and then invest in that relationship every day. 
you've wagered 50% plus of your net worth and your value in the marketplace on that partnership. Don't keep score. And do bring forgiveness, generosity, and engagement. In sum, show up. The second factor, realism, which I focus on, is your objectivity. Determine what you can and can't control. You can control your reactions to temptation. A lack of discipline is the enemy of economic security. Our society of abundance, entitlements, and politically inspired support programs makes it more difficult. I'm not against safety nets, but they are oftentimes hard to put in the rearview mirror. Conversely, billions of dollars are spent every year on schemes to manipulate our natural impulses into spending more money, consuming more, and believing everyone around us is more successful than we are. The upgrade from economy to premium to business, to first class, to private jet, can seem like an investment in yourself. It's not. The most powerful forward-looking indicator of your financial freedom is not how much you earn, but how much you save. This separates the real world from the fantasy world. Stock trading, distinct from investing, can feel like work and productivity. It's not. It's gambling, but without free drinks and with worse odds. One study found that over a 12-year period, only 5% of active retail traders made any profit at all. This time around, apps, including Robinhood, with its dopamine-triggering confetti and 24-hour-a-day volatile crypto trading are the drugs of choice. Keep in mind, most day traders will be okay and will suffer affordable losses, and I say most. However, for many, there are darker outcomes. Young men are especially vulnerable as they are more risk-aggressive. Between 80 and 85% of day traders are men, and 23% of men who gamble become addicted, as opposed to 7% of women. Most of us can gamble without becoming addicted, just as most of us can drink without becoming an alcoholic, but know the risks. Realism is not just about being unemotional in the face of temptation. It means having good character. Succeeding in life is much easier if other people want you to succeed. Some of us have a mental cartoon image of rich people as grasping and cruel people. The reality in my experience is that wealthy people, in general, demonstrate strength, acumen, and actually kindness. Economic security is in the agency of others, and you want others to want you to win. Number three, time. It's our most inflexible and valuable commodity, the one thing with which you should not be generous. Squander money, you may earn it back. Squander time, it's gone forever. With respect to investing, the long term is our ally, the short term our adversary. The iconic authority on time, Albert Einstein, reportedly remarked that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Yet our brains are not wired to understand this. When I was in my 20s, I thought of being 50 as the distant, irrelevant future. Now that I've sped by the 50s, I can objectively evaluate ingredients of financial success. Small investments I made in my 20s and holding them until my 50s have grown into the base of my economic security. Commodity and stock market trading only proved a time-consuming distraction with low or no financial returns. Compounding is not just a financial thing. The most important returns in life come from the compounded effects of our investments over time, 
Whether investments are in finances, careers, hobbies, or investments in relationships, when you change the time scale of your life, you change your life. Number four, diversification. In your life, focus is key. Your best plan for financial security is being great at doing something that the market values highly and leveraging that into income and or equity in a business. But this is not the case for the best plan for investments. With investments, focus is to be avoided. Diversify. And unless your plan is to be in the finance industry, be sure your time is well spent tracking and trading that is not a distraction from you of what is or should be your source of income and savings. In other words, if you're trading as a hobby, keep it as a hobby. Don't let it be a distraction. Investing over the long term pays out, but there are always dips along the way. Diversification is the armor that protects you. With it, bad decisions will still hurt, but they won't prove fatal. Diversification, in other words, is your bulletproof vest. A few of my more egregious investing errors I'll share with you along these lines. First of all, I invested in a high-tech family and friends venture to develop a video multiplexer, which would transmit data and video at light speeds through 64 individual wavelengths of the light spectrum. In brief, 64 separate feeds from TV shows to phone conversations would multiply the capacity of satellite networks by 64. At the time, this venture actually succeeded, technically, after four years of development. On the eve of pitching this new product to HBO in New York, the digital revolution began, or let me say, it began to be obvious. Our product, however, was analog, with the industry switching quickly to digital, and our product was not compatible with digital. There are so many lessons learned, but here are just a few. Having a great product idea, even with successful implementation, may not be enough. Be aware of where the industry is going, and importantly, don't assume away the competition, which has billions of dollars to invest in technology teams, laboratories, market research, with their ability to take idea through development, also pretty close to light speed. And the second one I'll share, uh, the list could be pretty long, but the second one is don't invest a substantial part of your financial assets into one specific idea or company. Diversify. There are ways to lose 100% of your investment by investing in one idea or company. Number two, Disney. This is my second example. Disney was the first stock I ever bought. I bought it several decades ago at less than $20 a share. After many stock splits and years of earnings growth, the $20 stock that I bought would be worth well over $1,000 a share today, actually closer to $2,000. But I sold it for approximately $40 back then, happily booking a 100% profit. There are many lessons learned, but I'll let you think about what they may be. These lessons are maybe more important than ever as they concern long-term versus short-term thinking. Most of my major mistakes in investing can be distilled down to two things, not diversifying and trading. In the end, my armor has not been allocating more than 10% of my net worth to any one specific investment. That doesn't mean I don't look for opportunities that offer substantial upside. I do. I just don't ever take off my body armor. You don't need to be a hero to get to economic security. 
In summary, focus on what matters. Be a realist in the face of temptation. Use time to your advantage and diversify your investments. In any economic climate, we can build economic security, foster love, and find joy. How do we get rich? The principles just discussed are the how. Take care, be safe, be careful. Be sure to email us at rtornadin at uclaextension.edu on more specific questions, which we will answer either personally or select as part of our future podcast. Hosted by Business and Legal Programs Director Roger Tornaden. This podcast is presented by UCLA Extension and produced by Jamie Moss at Studio 10960. These podcasts are made for educational purposes and are not financial advice. The goal is to educate and provide resources on focused economic and job trends with the latest support research so that you can make more informed financial and career decisions that best suit your personal needs. UCLA Extension offers more than 5,000 online and in-classroom courses taught by over 2,000 leading practitioners to help you get from here to there. For more information on this podcast or our financial and legal programs, please check us out at www.uclaextension.edu. We know it's about your life, not just your money.